It's time for health and well-being, and joining me for that today is our uh, uh, David Loman. He's with us right now. Hello, David. How are you? Very good, thanks, Dave. Now, our topic for health and well-being. What are we concentrating We're on? We're going today? to talk about minerals today, Dave. Okay, and it's an important area. It is one of the building blocks of the body. What are the important minerals? Look, the important minerals are basically all of them. There is pretty well about 81 different minerals needed by the human body, and there's probably more that haven't been discovered yet. But the major ones that we need more of than anything else are calcium, magnesium, we need potassium, and we need sodium. They're the big four that we need. There's others that we need in smaller quantities like iodine for the thyroid. But each of the minerals has a specific place in the body where they need to go. Why do we need them and what do they do for us? Well, they're basically the structure of our body. So without them, our body is going to suffer in some way or another. The other thing that we need them for is that the enzymes in the body need to have minerals in order to be made. And the enzymes are one of the single most important things we can ever have in our body. Mm, Okay. Tell me a little bit more as we concentrate on minerals today. Well, calcium is needed by every nerve pathway of the body. So when they've looked at the research of it, and there are thousands and thousands of research papers on the uses of calcium in the body, they find that pretty well every part of the body needs calcium. The cell needs it, the liver needs it, uh, it's needed through the structure of the, the bones need it. Every part of us needs it. It's one of the things that actually keeps us calm as well. One of the difficulties is that un- unless you know which calcium you're deficient in, and there are many, many different types of calciums, you can have too much of one calcium and not enough of others. What about minerals throughout, from youth through to adulthood? Uh, do they change how we need them and how they and work in our body? Definitely. Our need for minerals changes as we grow. So in the early stage of our life, we need more. In uh, puberty and menses, when that's starting to happen for young girls, they need much more. In pregnancy, we need more. And in menopause, there is more needed as well. Men especially need more zinc as they age, and that is one of the things which will actually help offset the signs of um, enlarged prostate, is that they've found where they've done the studies that zinc deficiency is one one of the things which is very, very apparent in enlarged prostate. David, what foods are the best for us uh, for minerals? Live foods. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say live foods, what I mean is foods which are naturally grown, unprocessed as much as possible, and delivered to our plate fairly fresh. So I believe that organic would be a better choice than normal grown foods. However, I've seen pretty lousy organic foods as well. So it's about personal choice, and it's making sure that the food that you buy does not go off in a day or two. Uh, When you start to see those black spots on it, that's a deficiency of minerals. When you start to see food go mouldy, that is a deficiency of minerals in the food itself. Is there too much, in your thoughts, processing going on with our foods nowadays? Far too much. It's not so much the processing. I don't know if any... uh, um, When you listen to the commercials, they sing the praises of certain foods, and that tends to hook people into believing that those foods are good for us, but those foods don't necessarily contain all the minerals that our body needs. The advertising that has been done on food is huge, and it really does affect our food choices. How do people find out a good balance for them and how to get the most amount of minerals and the right path for food? 
basically, if people stick to what is freshly grown, if they stick to good quality um, meats, if they're an animal product eater, they're good quality fish, good quality um, uh, free-range chickens, free-range eggs, and they eat as much organic food as they can get in the forms of linseed, sunflower seeds, um, pumpkin seeds, all the different types of seeds, some nuts, but you have to be careful with nuts, and I'll go into that more later. Um, and generally, foods foods which enhance the body and particularly vegetables. Now, we're about to take a short break. When we come back, what will we be talking about? We're going to talk about digestion again because the amount of minerals that you have in your body is going to regulate the capacity of your body to actually digest your food. You are listening this afternoon to Health and Wellbeing. David Lomond is with us, and we're concentrating today on minerals and also a little bit on digestion at the moment. Yeah, thanks, Dave. One of the most important things is that the food that we eat actually has minerals in it. Uh, One of the difficulties with that these days is that a lot of the foods don't. And as I was saying before, that's why they go off so quickly. So very poor quality food will go off quickly. So if you're bringing something home, you put it in the fridge, it's gone off within a few days, that's a poor mineral quality food. Sometimes you can open up an apple or, and, it's, and it's rotten inside. That's a poor mineral quality food. If you get a lemon and the seeds aren't uh, fresh and, um, you know, you, like you couldn't chew those seeds because they've got a lot of juice and goodness in those seeds themselves, then that is a poor quality lemon, which means that the minerals that that uh, lemon is grown on are poor, is poor quality. The, the importance is that we start to look for food which is actually healthy looking. I go a little bit off um, some of the organic stuff sometimes when I see it and see that it's also very poor quality and that tells me that the soil that it's actually grown in is poor quality. But in the main, I believe that the organic food is a better choice of food for most people. And what foods should we most definitely be staying away from? As far as possible, foods which have been overprocessed, And that's most of the breakfast cereals that come in a box. Mm-hmm. If you want a breakfast cereal, get a muesli and add to it a lot of seeds and soak it overnight in the way that muesli was originally done uh, under the Birch Benner style. So that to me is the best way to have something for breakfast. If you're a tall, skinny type like I am, you could also have eggs for breakfast. But I would always add in some vegetables to those eggs. It'd be spinach or it'd be a sweet potato or it'd be zucchini or all three of them. And the eggs are just added into that, which means that you've got a good mineral mix. So the more you add different types of foods together which are compatible, the more minerals you're going to take into your body. Now, you're a very strong advocate for vegetables. We've spoken about that the last couple of weeks, even more so steering away from the fruit to more vegetables. One of the problems is that the high fructose uh, that our, our bodies have become almost accustomed to these days are one of the things that is putting on a lot of weight on people. So normally, if I'm working with someone who's got a weight issue, one of the things I'll do is restrict their fruit initially anyway to only one piece a day first thing in the morning and then the rest of the day through the day is more vegetables Mm. tell me some more what areas else should we be concentrating on when it comes to minerals and indigestion or digestion or digestion is that the food is readily digestible yes so 
that means that if somebody's got a digestive problem, they've got reflux or something else, they're probably going to have to cook their food to start. And you basically treat the, the person as though they, they've got a baby's stomach and digestive system. And you say you would not give a baby a salad, for instance. You would give a baby cooked food. And that's how we start them off, to give them cooked food so that their body has something soft to work on. They'll get more nutrition out of that, and that will help to rebalance their body. Uh, your thoughts on, you've already mentioned on nuts. What about your thoughts on berries and, and, and other things along those lines? Look, there's some really good berries out there, blueberries. Um, some of the other berries, though, like strawberries, tend to be over-chemicalized. Over, um, there's a lot of them, and that's why I'd look for, for things which are not as heavily sprayed hmm. as some others. As natural as you can possibly as get. As natural as you can get. Yeah, no spraying involved. No. Go down to the farmer's markets on yeah. a Sunday, get, get the best stuff you can get, or find a shop where you know that the quality is good, and keep going back there. Now, um, we're going to take a short break. Where do we come from after that? I want to go on a little bit more about digestion because one of the major issues that seems to happen with a lot of people that I see in the clinic these days is that they've been on uh, digestive support uh, medicines for some years and then it just keeps progressively getting worse in their digestive system and they never seem to get off them. Well, it's actually not difficult to get off them. One of the major issues that I see in clinic just about every day is people coming in with digestive problems which they've never been able to sort out and they've been on medication for years and years and years. So they come in and they've got reflux or they've got heartburn and it doesn't matter what they do, they always get these things. And normally you can clear that up within a couple of weeks mm -hmm. and actually help people get off of the medications by giving them the right minerals and the right enzymes for their body because it's the enzymes that do the digestive work. And to me, when people have reflux or heartburn or wind or gas, excessive amounts, it's just because they don't have sufficient of the right minerals nor the enzymes in their body. Now, you've mentioned a couple there, and these are very prominent with a lot of people. They have these problems and they're an ongoing concern. What are some of the others that are very prominent the other digestive problems, yes. constipation. Yes. Constipation is a major, major, major and problem. And what can be leading to that? Lack of enzymes was one of the major mm -hmm. causes of that. Because if you haven't got the right digestive function in your gut system, you're not going to produce a, uh, a, uh, a mix of the right quality as it goes through the bowel, which means that things can get clogged up there. What can counter that? What should we be taking dietary-wise to counter that? vegetables mm -hmm. yeah you go back to the vegetables you go back to the right mix of foods you can go back and you can go into linseeds and add linseeds to lots of things there there's a whole different raft of things that can be done one of the other things that people can consider is colonic irrigation and that's um, something that i suggest for most people who have got serious problems because it takes the pressure out of their body Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's another option there. Some other areas that we should be concerned about and we should be looking for some relief with? Thyroid conditions. Mm -hmm. um, most people who are on thyroxin, which is a medication for the thyroid, they, still, they may need the thyroxin. However, they also need to be aware that the, the mineral deficiencies that they have in their body are contributing towards those issues and problems, and they can actually do something about that as well 
even if they have to stay on the thyroxine, it doesn't get any worse. This is our third week of the, uh, the health and well-being program. You've already had some people who've been prompted to, to touch base with you to see if you can offer some solutions and some r- relief for problems that they've had. What are some of the areas that they've come to you with? Um, chronic fatigue, mm-hmm. tiredness, digestive problems. Um, I get people with all different sorts of complaints. Um, thyroid conditions is a common one. Uh, but mostly uh, and also depression anxiety and depression they're major major things which can all be helped and if if i um undoubtedly there's somebody listening right now and you've just touched on problems that they've they've got in their life and they're thinking i I don't seem to be able to get any relief they can they can come to you they can contact you they can uh, myself or any other naturopath we're all trained in being able to help people in those areas um, I use the RBTI analysis because I find that helps me to pinpoint what's actually happening in the body. And I look at the biochemistry through that. And that's an easy explanation for people to understand. And they, they really get it. The other thing is that, um, and I'll be a little bit sexist here, but it is easier for men to understand something which is in black and white that we give a report with the RBTI and they can really understand what's going on in their body much more easily. With women, they're usually more concerned about what's happening, so they're more they're more um, up to date with things. With men, sometimes they have to be dragged along. Now, for the last couple of weeks, you mentioned the RBTI analysis. Just break it down in layman's terms for those listening, and we'll finish on this today. What is it, and how can it help? And is it something big? Is it something that people should be you know a little bit fearful of? Or, or just no, break it down. It's very for simple. It's it's uh, it's basically getting a sample of urine and saliva. Being able to analyze that urine and saliva with some laboratory equipment, that forms a formula. And when I look at that formula and the people that I've trained look at that formula, we're able to tell from that what is actually happening in the biochemistry of the body. Okay, and we'll explore that even more over the next few weeks. We will indeed. Next next week? Yes, next week we'll talk about... I'd like to talk about enzymes. Okay. Because they are one of the four building blocks of the body and they are everything else needs enzymes so we start with water we have food we have minerals and all of that goes up to make sure that we get the right amount of enzymes in our body we look forward to talking about that next week thank you for this week david thank you again dave